Gluten Doug. Um, hello, this is Evan Ayers. Welcome back to the Rumor Mill. Uh, I hope you all are having a wonderful day so far. It is, uh, at the time of recording, it is National Indigenous Day. So um, happy not Columbus Day to all of you out there. And I am joined, as always, by my two favorite people that have the best start of my week, George Munoz and Jamila Zara. Hello, my friends. Hi, Evan. Hi. George. Hi. This Hello, is so. This Jamila. is so funny because it seems like we've just not been talking the whole time, but we've just spent thirty minutes on the air with um, Daddy Joe Patants. So know. I feel like he just he just dropped the kids off at the pool, and now we're <laughs> now we're now we're left to our vices. Um, so yeah, happy Monday. I think it's like this week just like kind of flew by, and here we are again. Oh my god. Um, good. I feel like we just did this, but like I, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. We um, I think now we've got. The audio figured out i guess last week there was um oh. i'm clearly a lot of things and i'm i'm not a lot of things and a producer is one of them because i was not good at figuring out the audio for george's mic. i haven't tried cutting me out of the entire podcast you, you know? want to know something funny though like i've been working in media for a really long time and doing like technical stuff and when you make a big mistake that kind of like fucks things up you just don't make that mistake again it's like yeah. kind of good that you did it because it's like oh yeah yeah no, definitely. the mic is on well, and it's good too because I found that like I've, I'm having this current thing in my. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I am so I am like a power top at work. I'm very Ugh. I'm very confident. Like I like I really like I'm very good at what I do at work. So like I work a lot of times. My job is to like help when our IT team sucks. So like my job a lot of times is to like pick up their slack. And so like I could literally run like a global video conference for like the thousands of people and have no problem. But the second I leave my office and like it's time to do something like this, I like get panicked and like I'm like I'm, I'm a dumb boy. I, I can't figure this out. Do you guys have that same sensation or are you like equally as confident with yourself at work versus at home? I, I it's definitely I'm depression thing on my part. I'm, what? I'm pretty much the same at work as I am outside of work. Really? Yeah. I am too, but like Wes has a lot of stuff in our house that I just don't know how to work. And sometimes like the other day I couldn't figure out how to get the AC to turn on. And I've like, I tried everything, but I, for some reason it wasn't turning on. And that's because like, he just has these like smart, everything's smart. Everything is, Um, you know, like you have to connect to an app on your phone for it to work, which is it's ridiculous but it also is hella convenient it's lovely yeah i know we record george and i have record mostly from his room apartment mm-hmm. and right before we start he always like he has these like siri lights and siri like turns them on and every time i'm like He's so <gasps> i'm like i'm in smart house i'm, I'm like the worst millennial <laughs> i'm like talking into my watch yeah and i'm like what is that thing why is he yelling at you um, they're just light bulbs. They're literally just light bulbs. I know, but I don't like it. It scares me. <laughs> this brings me to another question, actually. Because um, so I think I mentioned this last week or at one point, but I'm currently looking to I'm looking for an apartment with my boyfriend. Um, and a part and he and I are in a really good place. But we've learned that the reason why he and I are going to work long term is that we're both complete opposites. Like I am so type B and he's insane type A. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have similar dynamics with your partners or yeah. like, and do you think that's like a, a key to not a key to success, but like, cause I think about it, if he and I shared the same space and we were both the same way, it would either be a monster mess or it would just never work. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm glad that we're different. Yeah. So in my opinion, so yeah, I, yeah, I think my boyfriend and I are very different. But we're very similar in the things that truly matter to us. Right. And so, like, things that him and I enjoy, like, we're very much the same. But, like, cleanliness. Like, I'm 
the cleaner of the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I like things to be cleaned a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I'm allowed to just handle all the cleaning by myself and like vice versa. I can't even think of an example. Well, no, yeah. Cause like, like Dan, like won't let me do dishes. Cause he's like, oh, I, yeah. I'd rather just do it my yeah. way. And I, at first I was like, wow, you're kind of a dick, but it's like, no, no, that makes you happy. Fine. I, I, no, I, he's a dick. I, I say the exact same What about you, Jamila? Is, is that something similar I, for you? I feel like we are both very, it's like we're both type B, you know, like not we we're very easy to differ, you know, to like fall back when the other person like, you know, has more expertise on a thing. So like cleaning, I'm better at cleaning and he's better at like fixing things if something breaks, you know, like or I don't know. It's just like we have our things that we're like we prefer to do and prefer not to do. Like I wouldn't mind cleaning the bathroom like all day, but like I hate yeah. doing dishes. I hate touching wet food. Like so Really? Okay. Yeah, it just grosses me out. But um the thing is is that I find myself being a little mean sometimes. I have to catch myself because I'm because we're both type B. I it's kind of like the only chance I have to kind of step up and be a a leader, a type A person who like cares. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. I find myself being bossy and then I'm just like, you know what? Like this is yeah. not you. You know, <laughs> this is not I, your character. Yeah, this this is not my mood ring this week. My thing is like I just I, I think it's just on how you say things. Like I'm not a mean person at all, but like I said, I just I love being told what to do when it comes to like house short things, but just it's all in how you say it. But uh, well that's good to know. I have a little more faith in that. But yeah, we're looking for like a one bedroom with like a den. I think we found a spot which is gonna be really nice. Nice. So what I, uh what uh area? Uh, we're looking to buy in Dupont, so Dan, okay. Dan's like in a fireplace. Buy? Gonna, you're gonna you're gonna be in Dupont, and you George is, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna be in Dupont, and George is gonna be in Chelsea. Oh, we're gonna. I mean, yeah. Can we get any wider? Wait, yeah. no, no. Oh, so, oh, also, by the way, I told my boyfriend that I told you this. He goes, "We don't have to live in Chelsea. I just want to live in Manhattan." Yes. Okay. If that's the case, just because. I was going to say, like, it's not that you can't, like, afford a place in Chelsea, but it's just that you get a lot more bang for your buck mm-hmm. the higher you go. I want to – I'm thinking, like, like Hell's Kitchen. I know that's, like, okay, yeah, like, rolling your eyes. A gay that wants to live in Hell's Kitchen. But, like – No, but, I mean, I, I think – I thought Chelsea was way more gay than Hell's Kitchen. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't – well, isn't, I want to say the meatpacking is supposed to be the, the – the, the, is just like I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't I mean, know. I just know that like the West Village, Chelsea area, like anywhere in the twenties, is like there's a yeah. gay bar on every corner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'm. We'll see. Yeah, I mean it's still months away, so I'm excited. Yeah, to I yeah. Working. For those of you who's listening, last week I don't know. Did you drop this? Did you drop that? But no one heard me. Was it on? <laughs> yeah, last week George <laughs> let it be known that he's uh planning eventually to move to New York City, which. Uh, I don't know why I took that very hardly, but I've had a week to process it, and I'm very excited for you. So maybe at some point, you guys will never hang out. But here's what? the thing, <laughs> George. That I can't believe you. That was like the first time he was hearing about it. Oh, he always. That's, oh, that, that's, that's our style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm gonna do this like for the for like for the for the content. For the gag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See how he reacts. I like went. I like bought like a pizza on my way home and like drank a bottle of wine. I was like, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> um, I haven't talked to you about it at all. Not at all. Because I've just, well, I guess I hadn't let it be known to like anyone, but like yeah. now I like, I'm trying to put that energy out there yeah, to no. make ourselves accountable, to make sure that we speak it into existence. So I'm, yes. I'm here for that. And like, as, as I said, I, I don't know, Jamila, you moved to New York like what, eight years ago, you said? Uh, six years ago. Six years. So yeah, I feel yeah. like the time though is like when you're in your like 
mid late 20s like Mm -hmm. i feel like i was 26 i was 26 and it was like i had been in dc for two years after college and i just i was ready you know like i was ready and i really didn't have a a plan i did get a job but i had like no plan i had no place to live i slept on somebody else's couch for a month but you, you you figure it out and i've heard people who have moved to new york with less yeah and they've all made it happen yeah, that was kind of how I. That was my experience, like moving to DC. So I just don't know if I'm ready to do it again. Like I, I, oh, moved, I moved to DC it with was nothing. Dramatic. Literally, it, like yeah, I moved. To, I moved to DC from Europe with seven dollars, and like I slept on a couch for a month. Like I, I was literally eating things out of the trash can. I still do that, but. <laughs> but wait, why do you? Where, where are you from originally? Uh, I so I went to school in uh, like I went to school in Charlottesville, UVA. And then after graduating, yeah. after graduating, I got a job in media consulting in Europe. And I ended up being involved in this like big scheme. Like I was like I, I was scam of it all. Like, truly like scam. Truly a scam. I was. Wait, this, you were scamming, or someone scammed you? No, I, I was a part of a scam. So essentially, I was I was recruited to work in media consulting. Took out there, told me I was going to work in this uh, this fast paced industry where I was going to help local countries promote their tourism. So like I was going to go to like London and help them promote like certain neighborhoods or whatever. It turned into me living in a compound uh, in the middle of Brussels, like outside of Brussels driven around by russian people in a white van we had no internet i was in a house of 20 people and we were taught how to like falsify like travel documentation how to fake like media passes and they were going to send me to like nigeria uganda both very safe gay places um i'm 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 dumbing down i'm doing the tldr of this but it was it was traumatic it was a really bad experience and so i like i didn't want to tell my parents that like what was going on because i would be i I was terrified and if i was terrified like i know my parents would be terrified so I like became an au pair in Europe for a year because I was like I can I can like aff- I need a place to live I need a place to sleep I need to eat something and so I was like I speak German I like found a family in Germany and that's how I was there. And I feel I- like that's like I that that in itself I don't even know if I could have done that. It, like, I mean, that it's, what, it was, it's like things fell in things that just fell into place. For yeah, you. I, I always describe it as like that that energy they say when like when a like a mom can lift a minivan like if her kid's in danger in it. Like yeah. I, I, I had my mom minivan moment, and that's actually there during that time when I fell in love with Drag Race because I really had not a whole. I had friends. I was kind of very alone. That's so that's right. when I started watching the show. And that's where like my deep like passion for it comes from. But I moved to DC after that, and so one of these days I'll I'll give my soapbox. It is truly a TED Talk of all TED Talks, but um, why it, it was, was truly wild. <laughs> I, I FaceTimed George a few times, and I was oh, yeah, we were FaceTime all the time. I, I was and, so lonely. I was a mess. Yeah, it was like so crazy to hear about. But wow. he's yeah. back. We're back. It's much to say. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Also, is back. Um, not my back. My back rolls are back too. But Drag Race UK is in full swing. And before we talk about the rumors for next week, I just want to take a second to talk to you both. I think I tweeted this this weekend. Um, I am fully, fully in love with this season so far. So like, am I. And I want to get your thoughts, but I found myself, I, I'm a very, I'm very much like habitual and we've talked about like, I have, I have these interesting habits where like, if I like something a lot, I really don't let it go. And so I found myself watching this first two episodes of this season, like on repeat this weekend, like when I was doing dishes, when I was getting ready, wow. I just, I had it. and I was like, well, I, this means I really like it. Yeah. I am just so obsessed with this cast. I think the energy is really good. There's just something really, really like fresh about it. It's fresh, but it's not too brand new, if that makes any sense. And I really like, I think after season 11, even kind of 10, like, it's just nice, like having a, a much like a different set of Queens that aren't it's not really about like how much money they have like it, this is like actual drag that i'm that is authentic and i'm i'm just obsessed with it so i'd love to hear your thoughts so far as well i agree i feel like because 
um, every season I'm looking at some queens who are like still trying to refine themselves and, you know, still trying to work out who they are and bring, you know, like the pressure of the competition. Um, I feel like UK has that same nervous energy, but because it's a different country, because the accents are different, because the culture is different, it's just way more interesting to me, the first season of Drag Race, you know, like, I can't wait to see these girls evolve, but it's like, sometimes with the season, you know, like a season fresh out, I'm like, I'm way more interested in seeing Shea uh, Kool-Aid now than I was on her season, and I loved her, so, you know what I mean? I'm, and I'm just, I'm just laughing at things like, like freaking Davina DeCampo, and she's like, does she know her lines? No, she fucking doesn't. Like, I don't know why. Like, like things like, like things like that. I'm like, that is, yeah. that is, that, that is not someone trying to be funny. That's just authentic, like off the cuff shit. And that's what I find so interesting about the show. I'm, I'm, just, I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah, I, I actually thought about this. Like, I had not been more excited for, for a RuPaul's Drag Race season in, yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you how many years. And like, it, you're right. It does. Like, there's something fresh about this that like. I feel like it's bringing something new to the table somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I haven't been able to pinpoint it. Um, but I get so excited. Like, I've never been for a drag race show before. But Every- were you excited before you started watching it? Because I wasn't. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Was. I was dreading it. I'm I, was not I was really excited. It. And I think it's because I was really invested into the promotions that they used. Like, I was watching Meet the Queens, like... I watched it like at least three times for every queen. Mm-hmm. I was watching all the promotions and like, it just was a little different from us drag race yeah. and which I was excited about, but I think, yeah, but on top of that, like the cast is actually really good. And like, they, I haven't seen like any real drama yet. Yeah. Which I was I, notice, there's no like insane, like cattiness. Yet. Yeah. And I, and it, which means like, we just must, we must really just enjoy the Queens themselves because the producers don't have to rely on this backstory drama that we yeah. see in u.s drag race and they tried it too with the mini challenge this week where they they asked the vivian to rank her competition and i think in the u.s there might be like the, oh yes god you want to you know you want to you want to underestimate mama like you'll see well like we didn't see any of that mm-hmm. this week it was just a very like natural competition but i feel uh, like that's very british yeah well and then i like yeah. i like i like to um and you'll, you'll catch this when you get to watch the episode jamila but there was a bit where they this last week, one of the more interesting bits for me was when um, Cheryl Hole kind of got a segment where she was kind of accused of not really being her authentic self, much like Laganja Stranja on her season or these queens that kind of come on and put on this persona. And um, the Vivian was like, yeah, she does these like American sayings. The queens here don't say, and it's just, it's all too much of a force. And she's the only one that I feel like has been like that. And she's the only one that I really haven't connected with yet. So that's a good point, George, that they really are just like a whole different fresh set of uh, fresh set of faces. Yeah. But what'd you think about um, thoughts on the episode, George? We lost Scaredy Cat last week. We did lose Scaredy Cat, and I don't care really. You don't care. Um, yeah, neither one of you guys I, seem to be big Scaredy I, Cat fans. I I wasn't to the start, um, and I, I know we talked about this off air um, before we started recording. But mm-hmm. you know, you often compare her to um, Trixie Mattel, just I mean based on the looks. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you, you're saying that with a grain of salt, but uh, what I was saying, like. I think it was people didn't understand Trixie Mattel. Um, where with Scaredy, I think it's just that she she's not there yet. She's not. She's Scaredy not. is the Costco Trixie Mattel. <laughs> Let's be honest, like Thanks, I, I kind of find her and ins- ins- it's a little insulting. I mean, like I'm not even a drag queen, but I find it a little insulting. And I 
I, I feel like someone got vangied for her to get that spot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's somebody who got passed up who would have probably, you know, been a been a little bit more formed, well formed. Well, yeah. Well, and, and to to, be, to defend my my comparison of her Trixie Mattel, it's more so like of who I think who that they will appeal to. And if you think about, it, like, I mean, I do think that she's a very interesting like to look at, but I don't think that Scaredy is like as developed and realized as Trixie. That's that's the yeah, whole point. She's of it. Only been known for you. But if you notice, like, I mean, to my point, like Maisie Williams said her favorite look that this week was was Scaredy Cats. Yeah, like, I yeah, I'm. And so like, I think that 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 kind of encapsulates like that. She's very very marketable to a very specific audience, but mm-hmm. and I, that's where I see a current potential for success. But maybe it's not like the best of what we saw in this ten weeks. Yeah, and I was actually going to go into that. Um, while she's not, she wasn't my favorite character. I will say the two episodes that she was on did make me understand her a little more, and I actually did kind of like her um, yep. as she was walking away. And I think she had a. She had a very funny exit line. She's like, oh, when she left, Jamila, she just goes, well, that wasn't a bad first gig. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, that's funny. I mean, that's funny. And it's kind of bitchy, too, because it's like, yeah, your first gig. It's fucking drag. It's fucking drag race. Um, Yeah. And so then I, what did you think of his lip sync, George? Because I loved it. They lip sync -sync to Venus, not Gaga Venus, but the I'm I'm your Venus. Venus. Yeah. Yeah. I so okay so my <laughs> thoughts on the lip sync I think overall I didn't like her lip sync um I was laughing when she first started doing it like it was she obviously sided with the on like uh she wanted to be more humorous compared well, it was scaredy cat versus who it was scaredy cat versus blue hydrangea yeah okay and blue hydrangea sorry I'll get to blue hydrangea in a second um scaredy cats could have her um, lip sync could have been so funny if she didn't keep up the shtick the whole time. Like if she did it every now and then, that'd be so funny. Um, but there was just something about it where like, I felt like she, she realized she found something and then she was going to stick with it the whole time. And it was just switched it up a little bit. Yeah. And it's, it was very much like she literally like did not think she was lip syncing. And so she, she tried this one little move and like, that's what the first thing these, (laughs) these things comes, comes along from. Um, in terms of like, it could have been like you know, like detox as her little lip thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come out. It comes out maybe three times in the in her lip syncs. Yeah, um, I feel like if she did that, it would have been a really great lip sync because I love when queens bring comedy to a good, a good, and comedy. not so se- like it's. There was a serious song, but like the lip sync was shouldn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. I just rewatched uh, Monet Exchange's lip sync this today with. Um, I forgot who she's against. So when she does the double wig reveal, it's the same one. <laughs> it's like, God damn it! Have you guys been, have you guys seen her talk show? She no, has. It's on. I it's, haven't. It's on YouTube. I mean, I don't really yeah. know. I don't know who's funding it. Well, but. now I have Wow Plus. So. Oh yeah, I, I, I bought it too. I have to unsubscribe I, after. I, oh, you know, I I literally have a Google Calendar invite. It was like unsubscribe from Wow Percent Plus. I think I get my three dollars a month. Oh, uh, um, but you know who's who's lip sync was kind of comedic but i still like it when you're funny but you has you still have a bad bitch persona in what you're doing and mm-hmm. i love it when ben de la creme did anaconda oh yeah, yeah so that was you know it, it was yep. so fierce but it was still funny yeah. and she beat aja which was like that's yeah. how you know it was good oh that was a good lip sync that was Nicki minaj lip syncs tend to be pretty pretty fierce the lip syncs. Yeah. yeah. Lip, lip syncs, yeah. But yes, Jamila, that's ex- in my head, that was the type of lip sync I was comparing Scaredies to. When you see Scaredy Cat's lip sync, mm-hmm. um, she just doesn't stop with the, the comedy. And yeah. I think she like kind of stopped like Ben did. Yeah. 
Uh, this week as well, we got to uh, get a taste of Graham Norton as a guest judge. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love Graham Norton. Yes, Graham I Norton can't is. Wait. So Graham Norton and um, Alan Carr are going to alternate, much like we, Ross and yeah. um, and um, Carson Kressley mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know what it is about Graham Norton, but I find him to be so interesting. He's like a national treasure. A, his, he his, really is. His talk show, his talk shows are so good. I, I will watch like clips of his couch over and over when I'm sick gets, or I'm bored. He gets the best out of people. Yes. Like the best Rihanna interview, the best, like he just really brings the best out of the people that you're the most interested in. People seem to just really like him, and so I think they yeah. feel more comfortable talking. He's not like the Ellen of uh, of the UK. <laughs> also, a bad week to be Ellen. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Not to go too much into detail. I don't really um, care. I really, because I, I, the reason why I'm asking is because I've always equated Ellen DeGeneres and RuPaul to be very similar. Yeah. And that, that, like, they're very much like about the talk, but they don't actually walk it. It's this thing. And why well, would also, they? it's this thing about being an, a minority and then getting access and feeling like the, well, the exception and like I'm the standard and I could do it and you could do it too. And you should just be nice to everybody. And it's all just love. And it's like, because you're not fucking, you're, you're not struggling anymore you know yeah. like be, it's be kind absence. to one another yeah easy yeah, yeah it's this absence of struggle that just makes people forget and that and then i think it just goes to show like her privilege generally like as a a white lgbt person of sorry a, a, a white person from the lgbtq community like she can do these things and not be affected just like you said and she's rich now and like yeah. so she's not gonna be affected by things that like I know someone of color would. Yeah. Well, I've always given Ellen more credit than RuPaul because Ellen did that special where I think it's called relatable where she pretty much just like talks about how, like how rich she is. The whole point oh, of yeah. it, the whole point is that she's not relatable, but like she pretends to be, it's like the whole the juxtaposition of it. Mm-hmm. RuPaul is so just like phony as, as all hell in terms. So I don't think he'd ever like, he still acts like he's the one, a part of this, you know, process. So I don't know. Interesting. Possibly. Any other thoughts about the episode, George, things that you suck out to you? Um, so any looks that you were stunned by anything that was i i actually liked scaredy's look mm-hmm. um someone who was not on the show um gothy kendall um posted what she would have worn and i on instagram and i loved that um oh my god crystals like crystal is bringing in. i love crystal and like she's doing it for I me i tried like, it once it wasn't for me <laughs> <laughs> she is that like i i really like her i liked her um her outfit on the stage yeah crystal's good i I love that gothy kendall's avatar on instagram like her her profile picture is the the uh, the lion oh Oh, yeah she's totally owning it and guys and for those of you listening if you have not to not to talk about nudity all the time but um gothy kendall's nudes leaked and when I say this Kendall, what do we call it? Girthy, girthy Kendall? Kendall? Literally the size of my forearm. Like, I don't know where, I don't know where they put it. It is truly, like, we need to, you need, if you can find George, we'll show Jamila, but it is, the penis is very large. It's a the very meat, large. The meat has to go somewhere. She will be living in a meatpacking district <laughs> when she comes to New York City because she's been packing that meat somewhere. Um, very good. So, yeah, that was kind of the episode I would... Obviously, love to hear. Um, if you're listening at home and you have further thoughts, please send them into us or in the chat room. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, also, we are joined by a relatively small uh, chat room today, but it is about quantity, not quality with us here. We're joined by PB&J Time, Dean Barney, Humble Pie, Bottomless Samosa, The State of Brie, um, SDC, A Soup Girl, and 2L Salesforce. Thank you guys so much for joining us listening. Throw some hearts. Um, 
And we'd love to hear any questions or things you want us to talk about while we're on the air live. Feel free to write them in the chat room. We'd love to chat about it. Um, any other thoughts before we go into the rumors for next week? Um, you guys have anything that's been pressing on your mind or um, specifically about the show or in general? Yeah, um, I mean, we can talk about our personal problems too if you want. RuPaul Drag. There's not. There hasn't been much happening in terms of RuPaul Drag Race world. Um, there was one thing this weekend. Tatiana was arrested. What in Atlanta? <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? It wasn't a huge. It sounds like a bigger <laughs> deal than it is. For um, what? What were the charges? It yeah. was stupid. So there, I don't think there were any charges. Um, but she was at a nightclub in Atlanta, um, and it was Atlanta Pride, right? She tried to go. She tried to enter the club through the back door with one of the workers, the employees. And they said, you can't use the store. You have to go around the front. And I would have done this without Tatiana, but like, she's like, I'm Tatiana. I can come in the store behind you. And yeah. she did. And they called the cops on her. They said, this isn't town, bitch. They <laughs> tore that shit down. Don't you remember what happened to your home? Um, they called the cops on her. They came and apparently she resisted and they she ended up in handcuffs being escorted out of the um nightclub in drag in drag oh, in drags oh no what was the name of this nightclub um, that, you know what i hopefully it wasn't the Roscoe's. article i was reading <laughs> That'd be bad did, for them. I, didn't actually Not say what nightclub it is but if i find it um i'll let you know very yeah quickly. that's a gag yo so if we're have you guys seen i'm showing f in the oh picture my gosh this, where i'm looking at the have, her mugshot is pretty bad I mean, oh you, I, no, I want on a t-shirt. I don't. I don't think it's yes. a mugshot. Um, I think so. Apparently, the nightclub owners took a picture of her while she was in there. She must have been fucked up. Uh, but yeah, that, that's uh, it. And then there's a photo of her. If there's, it's on TMZ. So if anyone listening wants to read the article, it's it's there. As much as we as much as we hate TMZ here at the Rumor Mill, I, I love uh, Tatiana. I support. I love Tatiana. Her. We justice send Tatiana. justice for Tati. Uh, she looks like Britney Spears there, which is funny because she did her on Snatch Game. <laughs> um, he's someone in Dean Barney says, shut up and drive to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously <laughs> quoting, referencing her iconic legendary lip syncing at Close Edward. Shut up and, and drive, drive, drive. <laughs> Well, aren't there cop cars in the, in the end of that video, <laughs> that song too? Don't you hear sirens? <laughs> oh, there, I have a Drag Race related thing, kind of. I don't know. This series I started watching on YouTube is it's presented by Vogue and it's really just celebrities, uh, mostly women, putting on their makeup and just talking about their makeup routine, kind of like a beauty tutorial, celebrity beauty tutorial. Uh-huh. And I've watched like a million of these just because I love them so much. But Alyssa Edwards, her beauty tutorial is so good because it's it? just, she's so funny. Like you just forget how naturally funny she is well, yeah and that's the magic of Alyssa is that she is her best when she's not trying like, it just needs to be her mm-hmm. to camera and it's it's magic mm-hmm. um so yeah they'll have to watch it it's it's by vogue you said her vulture it's vogue it's vogue. vogue and it's just like a uh just look up vogue Alyssa edwards beauty tutorial i will because i love anything Alyssa edwards rated oh she's so funny uh all right well we are going to go ahead and start talking about the rumors for the next week's episode um so I'm going to do a little bit of a rundown. Like I said, so so far in terms of our fact checking and things, we've been pretty much on the money. Um, George and I were commenting on um, we've been kind of wrong about perhaps like, you know, who was lip sync against. So I think last week we thought Davina DeCampo was going to lip sync against Scaredy Cat or little small little things like that. But for the most part, we've been pretty accurate. Um, 
And so next week, uh, we have a rumored challenge. Excuse me one second. The rumored challenge is going to be a sewing challenge again. So I think it's something along the lines of lines that they have to, it's a career or it's a looks challenge where they have to put their, it's essentially like um, trash to, to what, what's the term? Rags to riches or whatever. Where they have to yeah. take a bunch of junk and turn it into a look. So it's interesting that they're already doing another like look, like design challenge. I love that. Uh, so it's a design challenge. Um, we have a guest judge of Twiggy, who is, that's a big deal. Wow. Oh, yeah, we, they are really her. like, p- like pulling out all the stops with these British celebrities yeah. that are like iconic. Well, yeah, and I, well, apparently, one I've heard that they've actually had to turn people away for this because there's only so many episodes. You know who would be who's like would be the the craziest get is if they got Naomi Campbell as a judge. Oh my god! That oh one. gag gag or or Kate Moss. When I was thinking about Twiggy being a guest judge, is that you know Drag Race started out as kind of like a parody of Top Model in these shows. And Twiggy was a guest judge on Top Model, so That's now right. it's kind of to a point where we've kind of come full circle. Well, now Drag Race is the it, what's it? The snake eating its own tail. It's I think it's kind Twiggy of- was like not really like the best judge on America's Next Top Model, from what I remember, because she was just like super nice. Yeah, she was like she was like what's that guy from Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, when he was the judge on American <laughs> yeah. Idol. Yeah, she was just really nice to everyone. <laughs> Well, and the thing with Twiggy on Top Model was that, like, she she was nice, but sh- her she actually had modeling experience. Like, she yeah, really made sense sure. being there. Like on this one, I don't. We don't. It, this is why I feel like we need to have like an actual drag queen judge. Like, I feel like they would do so yeah. if they book like Bianca Del Rio or some even like yes. And they know, have the, they have the flexibility to do that since it's yeah. a whole new thing. Yeah, why don't they actually? I I would love to see a rotating guest seat where it's just a drag race mm-hmm. alumni person. Because apparently one of the rumors is this week as well is that Raven actually makes a cameo on this episode of Drag Race UK. And oh, so wow. Raven is the season two runner-up and All-Stars 1 runner-up, but she's also the the makeup artist that it does RuPaul's um, beat. Oh, yeah, yeah, So that's yeah. obviously, she like, they were on set, I'm sure, for this. But um, Also, did you guys notice, that you, when you watch this, you'll see it. Did you notice Ru's like, wig was kind of funny this week, George? Like it was super. Oh, it was really dark. It was really uh, dark underneath, and I couldn't tell yeah. if it was because they blurred it or I, what. I did notice that, but um, there were certain. Yes, when she walked out um on the main stage and did her like little poses, like she always does, I I was wondering what was up with her wig. But yeah. there were certain angles that you can catch it at, and I was like, oh, that's a cute wig. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did notice that. Hmm, I can't wait but, to see it because I really did not like her look on yeah, the first episode. It was like really dark along the hairline, but I think it's because it was slicked back immediately oh. and then poofed up. Oh. And so it like, I don't know. It was just Shut weird. Up. And not critiquing, obviously, like whoever did this is a, an astonishing makeup artist or, you know, big styles. I, again, I'm sitting here in a hat and a hoodie, um, but it's just something interesting to, to note. Um, so also this week, other uh, rumors, George, do you want to read, uh, do you want me to read it or do you want to do it, George? You want to do it. Okay. Uh, so the rumored winner of this week's or the rumored queens to do well this week is um, Davina Campo is speculated to win this week's challenge, which is lovely because we were talking, we were singing her praise. I personally think that she is my favorite right now. Mm. Davina and Bag of Chips, I think, are my, my actually, no, I, I like all of them. <laughs> I really don't dislike anyone on this season. Yeah, do you guys know? Yeah. Even with Scaredy, I did not, I don't, I don't yeah. dislike Scaredy, but just obviously we have to compare it to the rest of the contestants and like, yeah. Can someone in the chat room or a listener who has better knowledge? Because I'm I'm obsessed with the the uh, the the British dialects. What is like? What would you describe the accent or the way that Davina DeCampo speaks? 
whatever that is, that is like my favorite. You know, like there's a very specific mm-hmm. way that they mm-hmm. like that accent. Yeah. I, I'm so infatuated with. But um, if anyone can tell me, I would very much appreciate that. So the rumored bottom two queens this week, if you guys are ready for it, bottom two this week is rumored to be Vinegar Strokes and Some Ting Wong. <gasps> oh no! If I had to pick, though, it would definitely be Something Wong as, as far as who I would want to keep. Keep, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if it's if a design challenge, I think. Well, week one, Something Wong was awesome. I actually watching mm-hmm. it back. I thought Something actually could have won that week, the first week. But we've not seen any like really, really strong looks from Vinegar Strokes. Do you guys are like have you nothing? Yeah, I don't know. Her, her her makeup, in my opinion, is a little dusty. Yeah, she has the uh, she she reminds me of a uh, of Kennedy Davenport. Gear, yeah, you- <laughs> Kennedy Kennedy though it has like a really polished mug all the time, and like she's really great at makeup. I feel like Vinegar uses I don't know if she like, just hasn't have her color right or what it is. In my opinion. Um, but she obviously makes up for it in her personality and like everything yeah. else. Well, um, I mean, I'm talking about like Kennedy Davenport as far as like oh, just reading the, old. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. What you mean. Yeah, no, not black. Okay. Just, <laughs> no, but just being like kind of like just a really old style of drag. So like even when sometimes they do their makeup, it's like this weird mat that kind of looks like church funeral homish it doesn't look yeah. like new and fresh and young and modern and yeah edgy. sorry to drag both of them but well, no, no and I, I think to, i think to your point though to be fair and, and I, I think a lot of people say it's harder for queens of like with certain complex their skin tones because they're used to painting for so long in a certain way like um vinegar obviously is like a broadway or like a, a west end performer so she's probably very used to and my boyfriend pointed this out it's probably great for like stage theater lighting mm-hmm. yeah but then all of a sudden now they're like being filmed all day HD, in hd cameras yeah. like it's probably i mean that's like you if you watch like oh, but, well, like, queens of a certain age because there are certain young black queens of all different shades who they you know like their makeup just looks fresh right <laughs> it looks- because they're younger and they're, they've been they've learned to yes to, to yes. paint for, for an image for Instagram. Bitch for, evolve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Yeah, that's that's the only thing in my opinion with her is the makeup. It's yeah. just not. I did not love I, not, I did not love her body. But her personality is so cool. I bet she puts on a really good show. Like I bet if you go to any of the drag shows in England, I, I bet hers is one of the best. Oh yeah. I mean I'm sure she's a wildly talented performer for sure. Yeah. Um well and actually and to be fair and to round that out unfortunately um it is rumored that vinegar strokes is the queen to leave this episode um also do you guys understand her her name yeah like like, 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 i get like it's like it's supposed to be like right before you like get off but like i don't i feel like there's something i miss i I think it's an english thing i think it's just we're just not gonna get it i think that's what they call that moment like i think you know like we call it an O face sometimes, yeah. and like there's, it's just vinegar strokes is what they've always called it, and she, she's heard it and was like, "That's my name." Yeah, yeah, maybe that's mm. it. It's just not common phrase here. Is I, it? Is it? It's an accent. Like, do we need to say it with an accent? You know how what, what's vinegar strokes? Yeah, vinegar, vin- vinegar, vinegar strokes, vinegar strokes. You know, it's like Courtney Act. Like Caught you have act. to say it. Caught in the act. Caught in the act. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> actually, that's a good point. I actually, I don't know. I've actually seen. There's a really. Um, if you guys want like a really good, but like kind of quick uh, web series to watch, there's a thing called Jag Race. 
and it's actually just an advertisement for Jaguars, but it's it's hosted by this drag queen, and they they literally do drag races. And Courtney Act is on one of the episodes. Courtney Act, Peppermint, um, the Vixen, no, the Vixen. Um, I haven't said that name in a long time. The Vivian, and one of the other the other queens' name is um, Miss Tingle. No, uh, Tess Tingles, <laughs> testicles. Like Tess, like I I, I didn't get it for like. Like testicles, I was like, oh, what if you say it fast enough, testicles? But yeah, I don't know if we're missing anything in the vin- on Vinegar Strokes' name. Oh. But yeah, so R.I.P. Vinegar Strokes on Drag Race UK. Um, nothing majorly speculated. I, I can heard... I can I add something before Go you for finish? It, yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out Vinegar Strokes' name, but it's not coming up. Um, but just to add on to the the dead horse that is Vinegar being old. Um, she, and she's not old. She's not. She's like, 30, um, she's like 35. She tweeted, okay, guys, I'm really old. What does Stan mean? <laughs> I thought that was really cute. I wanted to share. Uh, wait, wait. How old is she? 30. She's like 35. Okay, no, she should know what Stan means because here's the history lesson. <laughs> Stan I love from- this story. Yeah. Stan comes from the song from Eminem where he had a psycho fan and that song came out in like 2002. It's like if you are a Stan, you are just a psycho, like a psycho fan. Like you go too far with it. Didn't this person person like drive off a cliff? Like they were that Yes, Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's like the whole song is like a, a fan letter to Eminem. And then he dyes his hair like Eminem, and then he ends up driving off the cliff and killing himself. Like Eminem was just always writing about either killing himself or killing his mom or killing his wife. And so Stan was just kind of like a crazy fan letter uh, that was like psychotic. And anytime you are that big of a fan of someone, you're a Stan. Yeah, I feel like people, I feel like Stan is used a lot with like Twitter culture to like almost talk poor, like like Lady Gaga's like little monsters. Like if you're not a big fan, if they talk, talk about Gaga stands, like they're like, they're y'all are too much. Like y'all stands are, are too extra. Which you're yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like Stan is just like, I don't know. I feel like Stan is different from Hive because like Hive comes from Beehive for sure. But then yeah. there's like the One Direction, hive. you know, like there's like people just have different hives now. And there's I feel like those, I feel like the different hives that people have um, are the ones that will like come in, and fuck you up. Yeah. Wonder what our, what if we had a, if we had like a, a fan base, what would be, what would they be called? The rumor mill factory workers. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the, like, I don't know. Our little, I don't have to think about it for a second. There are sweatshop. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sweaty enough for all three of us. So that would definitely be enough. Um, also real quick, talking about stands or inappropriate boys. Things. Yeah. Our sweaty boys. Um, I just want to go on public record and defend my weekend plans from this last week and defend my <laughs> my attendance of a Mason Ramsey concert. I am obsessed with live music. And yes, I did go see the 12-year-old Mason Ramsey perform. He is known for two albums, and he actually was a really good performer. It was very fun. Um, but I, Joe wanted me to ask, Joe asked me before we got online today, he was like, hey, how was your pedophile weekend? It's like, what in God's name hey, are you talking about? At and, any point in the concert, did you feel bad for Mason Ramsey? No. Okay. He was he was living his best day. He, he sang live. He sounded great. He, I mean, people were, people were loving it. Like, I mean, it was definitely a lot of like frat kids that were just like really obsessed with like, his two or three songs. But this kid's getting his bills paid. Girls were screaming at him. Like his, his music videos make people uncomfortable because he's like singing in tune, like hitting on like 20 year old women that are like playing high schoolers. That, that's, a, that's a little awkward for me. Oh. Um, but you know, 
Maggie Rogers one day, Incubus one day, uh, Mason Ramsey the next. <laughs> I bugged. I mean, I don't know. I'm, do you have any? You guys have any shows you're seeing up coming up soon? I don't have any more rumors to talk about, so I just wanted to. Uh, I might be seeing Charlie XCX on oh, Saturday. Really? Saturday, Friday? I think it's one of those days. Um, I, I just need to get I a ticket. I don't get her. Oh, actually, I don't either. But I saw her one time. I like back. This is when I first moved to New York, 2013. It was like when I first moved to New York, I was always getting all these just random invites to shit. And I got invited to the uh, Out 100 party that year. And like Mariah Carey was like the recipient. So she came at the very last minute and they presented an award to her. But Charlie SCX was like the um host oh yeah are you are you a mariah carey fan uh, oh my. yeah you're be, not no no i don't i don't i don't, she I don't do it she for me, do it for me. but i'll be curious to hear your thoughts to me though because God, I love this this episode of this last episode season episode two um something wong like plays a character that's like supposed to be mariah carey um, and it doesn't really work in my opinion. Did you think it was the, mm. did you think her? No, I actually completely forgot about that until yeah. you. It was one of those things where like she, she was, she was in the, de- she was de facto safe because she was in the winning team. Was it as bad as the church of Mariah? Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't at all. <laughs> no. And I will say, I mean, I think Joe talked about this. This was probably one of the best acting challenges I've ever seen on drag race. Wow. Like, it was very, very you good. Mean McBitch. Better, better than better than better than Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> it was definitely up there with like the season six crew. Like, I mean, these are very these are very talented queens. But um, yeah, I didn't think some something wrong yeah, got I would off say easy. There was no cringy moments. Even like Scaredy Cat went in the bottom. Like fine, her yeah. her performance was just fine. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't bad. Okay. It was. Well, that says, I mean, that says a lot about um, a season. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know, like that says a lot. When everybody is like nobody's terrible, then that says a lot about a season. Yeah. yeah. Also, this picker, Mr. Willingbottom, that tall man. Oh my god, is so the beard is so fucking hot. Right? Yeah, yeah. So hot. Mr. Willingbottom. That <laughs> can I be I am Mrs. Willingbottom. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my name. <laughs> yeah. I think that was like a character. But I also I'm I'm liking the uh diversity of the, the brick crew in terms of like they're not all just like two little skinny white boys there's been a lot of diversity and they're, they're using different ones like throughout the series mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. so the next week following third up ep- fourth episode is supposed to be snatch game yeah so get so, excited get excited for snatch game uh um, hell yeah i don't know do we do we have any suggest i've i've heard a few rumors and actually maybe we'll go into it a little bit because it's not been really spoiled the only queen's the only thing that we know so far is that we've heard that the vivian is supposed to be doing donald trump which okay. i kind of which I kind of hate. I'm 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 in the camp of like I don't even like when SNL does Donald Trump anymore because like I don't think he's funny. Like yeah. I hate I, I hate giving him any attention. It's like I don't actually like anything that involves him and putting in history. But the, it's either the Vivian's going to do Donald Trump or Kim Woodburn, who she's already kind of impersonated a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of them are all like British celebrities that I don't know a thing about. So really, very, there's very no there's no um um Victoria Beckham's. Not or not that I know of. of, and yeah. I think, and I think to them it could almost be worse to do. So I, I think for them that's a chance to be someone really obscure. Uh, or to, to us it's obscure, but to them it's probably a very well known person. But I, I don't know anybody. So, who would you who would you <laughs> want to see, or who would you like be most excited about? Um, I actually don't know a lot of British celebrities. Yeah. To be very honest with you, yeah. Hmm. Like, 
So we'll see. Time will tell. Maybe between now and next week and uh, this show and next week, our job will be to do some digging on the speculated people. Maybe I'll come in and I'll go over some of the names of the people that are speculated and kind of talk over them. I'll do some research and uh, we'll chit chat on what we, what our thoughts are. Who yeah. would you Who would you guys do for Snatch Game? Oh, that's a hard question out. to throw at me. Um, I've always said if there were no, because the problem the problem with it is that that my issue is that you can't. There has to be a real person. It, it can't be like a character of a person. Yes. Like, so like like I said, I would always do Kristen Wiig's Target Lady because I think I think just think that's very funny. But like that's not a real character, so I I wouldn't right. be allowed to do that. So, I I would do, do it still. Yeah. I'd be Chris, I could be Kristen Wiig as Target Lady, but I could. Yeah, be, but Tar- you would just you you could. I feel like you would just have to be Target Lady the entire time, and mm-hmm. like you'd have to find all the nuances you can in yeah. that character. Yeah, you're right. Because Bob the Drag Queen actually did I, do Crazy Eyes. Yeah, but, okay, yeah, that there we go. Yeah, yeah. I knew someone. I, there's a few others actually yeah. too. Yeah, I w- I if I had to do anyone in Snatch Game and um, actually Bob the Drag Heart or Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> Bob the drag queen, like uh, he did. Who did he do? Um, he did Star- Carol Channing. He did or- Carol. Did Carol Channing um, and Crazy Eyes, and I think one yes, more. But, too. but Carol, his ability to just do a transracial character that works would make me like give me the confidence to do Bjork. I would do Bjork. Oh, okay. Oh, you think he can do better than Katya? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tough, tough act. Tough act to follow. Yes, I think. yes because get her, I, get her get her stoned enough. I think you could. <laughs> no, it's not even about being stoned. It's about knowing everything you can about it and listening to. I think the key to drag race is listening. It's the key to improv, but you have to really listen to what is being said to you and respond using the knowledge that you have of that person. That's like the key. Yeah, but you're right, George. This is tough. I don't. I just off the I cuff. Give, um, Jesus. Uh, oh, you're definitely I going. You're definitely lip syncing this week. I, <laughs> show, show the when Ruth's coming stuff. up to me, I'm just gonna work it out. I'm, I'm gonna work it out. I'm, I'm thinking Camila Cabello, but I don't like. Don't know anything about it. Uh, I mean, the only person I know is like did the mannerisms well enough as like Gaga, but like I would stay clear of that. I think he would do some like viral, like someone funny of like it would be a very specific like type of of like, comic person. Like who's I need a new stick of gum. Who says that? <laughs> what, what's that? What's I that video from? Know. Okay, okay. Well, we would love you should write in write into us uh, your suggestions or thoughts about um, our Sashim characters. Maybe we'll do something silly. Um, but for now, um, I think that's going to do it. Um, for those listening, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. And again, please. Write into us, tweet us, send us anything you want. I'm I'm loving. Um, shout out to Haley's mom for sending me two really interesting articles. I do want to read them and talk about them on a later episode. Haven't had time to digest it yet, but yeah, send us our your questions, your feedback, as long as it's good. Um, and no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just totally getting, totally getting. What? Um, yeah, we uh, we love hearing from you guys, and we'd love to answer any questions or any discussion points for us next week. Uh, we are definitely down to uh, to hear them and take it out. But for any other than that, I would like to uh, wrap it up and say thank you again for myself, Joe and Jamila. Joe, sorry. Uh, George and Jamila. Uh, you guys have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you all next time. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
George Munoz can be followed on Instagram at the real George Munoz. That's T H E R E A L J O R G E M U N O Z. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M Ayers. That's E V A N M A Y R E S on Instagram and on Twitter at Nobody Cares. That's N O B O D Y C A Y R E S. The Rumor Mill is an Afterthought Media podcast.